Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Come on, let's celebrate God. So I think we need to, you know, let's celebrate God in this house. Let's celebrate God in this house. Let's celebrate God. Okay, I think we're, we're awake now. Amen. So today is something very special. Who can tell me what it is? We're going to try that again. Today is something special. Who can tell me what it is? Baptism Sunday, and my name is Lola Day, and this is the Gap Church. You just witnessed, just this, this is the Gap Church. If this is your first time, this is the Gap Church. Amen, where we stand in the gap. And so today is Baptism Sunday, and I have been given the privilege of sharing a quick word. It's going to be quick because I have to change. Some of us have to change and, you know, get dipped in the water and do something wonderful. And so today we're going to be having, like I said, so many people come and identify, come and, come and submit and publicly say that they are for Jesus Christ. But it's very important that we have an understanding of what we are doing today. Um, Bible says, you know, that get and get understanding. I asked the first service, if I tell you what they said, God, I will, I will leave, I will just, I'll cover their secret. Anyways, um, so in order to get and get understanding, so it's important that we get understanding. So for some of us who say I got baptized when I was seven, um, when I was two, they just sprinkled some water on me. You might have to do it again because you did not have understanding. All right, so let's first define baptism. So baptism comes from a Greek word called baptizo, which means to dip repeatedly, to immerse. It means to cleanse by dipping or submerging, to wash to make clean with water. That's what baptism that's what baptism the word baptism comes from. So to dip, to wash, to clean up, to take a bath, whatever, you know, anything that has to do with cleaning, water, that's basically baptism. So are you trying to tell me that I got baptized this morning when I was taking a shower? Kind of yes you did, but that's not what we're talking about. So there are the cultural general baptism that I believe we all did this morning. Amen. Okay, I'm just checking. So not many people did it this morning. I want to believe we all go took a bath this morning. And then, but that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the spiritual baptism and what that means. And we're getting an understanding of why do we do baptism in, this, in the Gap Church? What do we believe? Why baptism? So one of the first reasons why we do baptism, um, and it's not just the shower we took this morning, but taking a different, doing the same action, but having a different understanding is that one, it's an action of obedience. It is an action of obedience. And so we all know the story of Jesus. We know how Jesus walked, did all the things that Jesus did, and it was the end, the last. He died, he resurrected, and then he was about to go. And so he calls his people together and is, I know I've done so many things. I know some of you wrote it down. Some of you did not. Some of you took notice. Some of you did not. Some of you were looking from afar. But there's one thing I will leave you all with. If you don't remember anything, remember this. Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew 28, verse 19. And Jesus said, last instruction. Go, make disciples of all men. And he said what? I need to know that we know we're following. because Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so if any of you have attended the baptism, um, the disciple class, Amen. That means you all need to be coming for disciple. So he said, go make disciple. What does it take to even make a disciple? 
What does that look like? You're telling people about Jesus and then they are desiring in their heart that they want to follow Jesus. They want to do what Jesus said. And so Jesus is telling them the moment they've decided in their heart, take the next step with them, baptize. And so now that's the instruction that Jesus left. Last instruction. And so we do it here because it's an action of obedience. We're obeying. The, now a lot of us have said, yes, I'm going to be for Jesus. And so now we're taking the next step. And so you, have you desired in your heart and you said, yes, I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus. I want to do what Jesus says. And now you are not saying that, yes, I have said it in my heart, but I want to publicly declare that I am for Jesus. And so it gets to our second point is an action of submission. It's an action of submission. So it symbolizes submission to Christ and the willingly to live God's way. It's a public declaration of a new association. It's a public declaration of a new association. So now I've believed in my heart. Now I am excited. Now, you know, I'm loving this God in my closet. I am doing my prayer. I'm doing everything. But I want everybody to know that I've met, you know, I've fallen in love with somebody. And I'm ready to walk with them for the rest of my life. And so you come and you do, and you say it publicly. That's why we have the story. I don't know anybody know the story of John the Baptist. All right, so it was first John before they added the Baptist to his name. So story of John. And so John is the man who was a forerunner of Jesus. And so John had an assignment just to make the way for Jesus to come. And so then the Bible recorded that John would go around preaching a message. And what is his message? Repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. The same thing every day, every day, no new series, no new topic, the same message, repent. And so it says repent, turn to God, and when you do all of this, it goes to the last part and it says, get baptized. Get baptized. And so people are wondering, why is John talking about get baptized? Because in Greek, probably saying it's baptizo, get, get baptizo. And so we have people who's like, I showered this morning, I'm baptized. Put an ED to it, why not? I'm baptized, I'm showered, I'm good, so why do I have to get baptized? And he's like, because you've made some two steps before that. And so now you're not just coming to wash, you're coming to get washed off. Something is getting washed away from you. Something is getting cleansed out of you. So he said, repent, turn to God, get baptized. And so now publicly, the people that are following everything John is saying and accepting what he's saying, are excited about what he's saying, are now publicly declaring that they are for Jesus. They are for this thing. Now I am a different person. I'm not the same person who cursed with you yesterday. I'm not the person who followed you to the club yesterday. I'm different. I'm for Jesus. Amen. And so the last part, and before I get to the last part, I'm going to, I used an example in the first service. Then where I'm not using you. I Anu. Yeah, I did it to Dara this morning. All right, so um, can you raise your left hand, please? Yes, yeah, see your shining. Can you turn it around? So, all right, yours, if you don't see it, you want to get closer. It's shining. I can see from here. If you can't see from there, it's your eyes. All right, thank you so much. So we see that thing that is shining. So many moons ago, it wasn't there, you know, but they were together, you know, we had some toasting going, some, you know, I love you, I love you, I want to marry you, all of this. We don't know it, we're not there. Uh, so you don't know what he said. We can just assume that he said, I love you, I want to marry you, because they got to this point. Amen. And so there's just a little bit, things going on, you know, that they're calling themselves into their prayer time. Oh, I need to pray. Oh, don't worry, I'll pray with you. So nice. 
And one day, he says, you know what? I'm going to put a ring on it because I'm ready. You know, let's do this. And so he puts a ring on it. They get engaged. And so now they go in front of a pastor. And now the pastor says, will you take? I do, I do, I do, I do. And there's a ring. And so the next day, Anu is walking. So maybe she had her hand in her bag or she's picking something. And the guy doesn't, a random guy doesn't see it. Walks up to Anu and he's just like, hey, girl, how you doing? Like, oh, I'm fine. You know, identity has changed. She went from Miss to Mrs. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so at that moment, she doesn't have to tell the person that, oh, I am now a Mrs. They just need to see the new identity. So baptism is an action of identification and unification. It's an action of identification and unification. So I don't have to go back and tell them that I'm not for you. My clothes just changed. So we go back to the story of John. And so John is baptizing everybody. And then he started talking. He said, guys, I know that I've been baptizing you all. Um, please, can I have some, the person on the keys, please? I know I've been baptizing. I know I have been, I've been doing all of this. But I promise you there's somebody coming. His name is Jesus. Someone I cannot even touch. Someone I can't even, in fact, he's like, oof, he's the reason for everything. And he's coming to baptize you with fire and with the Holy Ghost. And so everybody's like, wow, is that so? Like, yes. And then Jesus comes. I'm like, actually, that is him. That's the person I'm talking about. And so you have some people saying, oh, don't I get baptized anymore? Like, Jesus is coming. Is it over? Like, no, no more baptism now. The Holy Ghost fire is coming. Everything's coming, so no more baptism. And Jesus walks up to John, and he goes, baptize me. Bro. Uh, do I baptize you in the name of you? <laughs> baptize in the name of you, <laughs> name of you, and you, and you. Bro. <laughs> but it's just like, you have to baptize me. And so we go to the Bible in Matthew 3.15. Matthew 3.15. Can I have that, please? All right, Matthew 3.15. And Jesus said, it should be done. For we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. Jesus said, I need to carry out all that God requires. So that means baptism is a requirement. This is from Jesus. This is not me. You can check your Bible. He said, I need to do all that God requires. And so I thought to myself that, but Jesus was without sin. He was not a sinner. But at that moment, Jesus identified with each and every one of us. And that's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.21. It says, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. And so at that moment, Jesus is identifying. He said, I'm not going to ask my children to do something that I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do something and tell them something else. I'm going to identify with them. I'm going to identify with them. So it's an action of identification. And I love this part. It's an action of unification. Romans 5, Romans 6, 1 to 5. And so you, you, I'm sure you're like from death to life, from death to life. Romans 6, 1 to 5. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? The Bible says, certainly not. How shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? 
Verse 3 says, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus was first baptized into his death? Next one. Therefore now we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. I love the way it explained it. Colossians 2.12 says the same thing. It says, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the walking of God, who raised him from the dead. And so what he's telling me now is that when I step to before this pool, I'm not doing the other kind of baptism. I'm doing this new kind of baptism. So the person that steps in front of this pool was just a random guy who was probably who was most likely dead because the flesh is dead. And so the moment I step into the water, I'm still dead. But then the moment I get dipped into the water, I'm buried with him. I'm not buried by myself. I'm not submerged by myself. I am buried with Christ Jesus. And so when I'm coming out of the pool it's not the same person that stepped into that water but now I'm a new creature and then I step out of the pool in newness of life I love the way the Bible says in Galatians 3 27 the NLT version of Galatians 3 27 it says and we all have been united in Christ with baptism I've put on Christ like putting on new clothes so that means that my identity is not only changing, I am also united with him, and I'm different. And so when the Bible says he who is in Christ is a new creature, I'm an example of that. Because now I'm putting on Christ like a new cloth. But this cloth is different, I can't take it off. So for the people that make the decision today, today is very definitive for them because they will never forget that on April 16, yes, yes, April 15, I fornicated. On April 15, I told a little lie. On April 15, maybe I cursed out the person I shouldn't have cursed out. I was rude a little bit. But then on April 16, I stepped out in faith, died with Christ, buried with him, resurrected with him. That by the time they were come, Jesus was resurrected and coming back. They couldn't even recognize him. The same people that walked with Jesus for so many years could not even recognize him. It was in their midst that they were still talking about him. That is what happens when you're united. Unification brings about a bond. So you're saying, but I've given my life to Christ. When Dara, when I, when I called for salvation, he else. But remember the example I gave you. There's the secret love and then there's the open love. We're in front of everyone and anyone that cares to listen. I need to tell them about the new love that I found. I need to tell them about the new love that I am in. The best relationship that there is. This morning, I'm going to use this around. The Holy Spirit gave me a perfect example. He started talking to me about the story of Moses' birth. Bible recorded in Exodus 1, the last verse of Exodus 1. Pharaoh was so scared of these people that we're going to kill him. And so he told them, kill every son, every son that is born, and throw them into the water. 
And then Exodus 2 comes and Moses is born and the mother takes him back into that water. And I asked the Holy Spirit, so how does this realize that the same water that the devil thinks that he's going to bury you in is the same water that Jesus is going to go in with you and bring you out of. And so by the time that Moses is in that water, brought out by Pharaoh's daughter, um, raised up to the point where he was, he became the person that led him out of captivity. So that means that the person that is coming out of those water, I'm walking into my destiny. Into newness of life. So from death to life. But the first step is very important. He said, if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Because if you've written down your name, or you, as we're speaking, the Holy Spirit is saying, you need to come and publicly tell people that you're for me. But you've not accepted Jesus because some of us we heard the salvation we we've heard the the sermon we're so excited and we said oh but I said the salvation story or the salvation prayer remember he said believe in your heart some of you are believing your belief is half you still have a little bit of doubt Jesus is not your complete Lord Paul said when Saul turned to Paul met with Jesus he, he did not say Jesus. He said Lord. Because he understands. At that moment, he's looking at the Savior. If you've not gotten to the point where you're calling him Lord. My dear, you're coming to do a second baptism today. Take a second bath. You're not doing the actual baptism. The part that says that you are united with Christ. Except. You do the first message of John. Repent. And then the second message. Turn to God. Because you can repent and turn to something else. That's when you can do the, the third part. Get baptized. So if you're here, even though you've written your name down, you will write your name, you are considering it, whatever it is. Or you don't even, you're not even sure your edges are looking too nice, you don't put inside water. It's another conversation for another day. But you've not made that decision of believing in your heart. Because we can call you out and you can step out here and you can say, though, I repent, I am for Christ. But if you do not believe in your heart, all of this is a waste. And so let's bow our heads. It's a theme of pride. I, I don't understand how the devil has made salvation look so shameful. That we're so shy and so, oh my God, I don't want people to see that I'm not. It's a thing of pride to say that I'm stepping out of death into life. I'm changing association from death to life. And so if you're here, even if you're going to get baptized today or not and you have not fully repented, and you have not fully believed in your heart, and you want to do it now, please raise your hands. We're coming here today to identify with Jesus and everything he did on the cross. Bible said that Jesus 
It carried the cross, carried your burden, carried your sin, the ones you've committed, the ones that you will commit, and went on the cross that you might be called redeemed, you might be called saved. You can open your mouth and say, I'm the righteousness in Christ Jesus. You can, be, can proudly say that I am no longer death, I am now into life. And today you are able to identify with that. You, can, you are able to get united with that. This is the most important decision of your life. And it's not something to be ashamed. Do not let the devil let use shame to cloud your change of status. Please raise your hands wherever you are. And if you're also online and you want to make that decision, that salvation decision, that I am stepping out of death into life, and I am fully believing in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm going to give us a few more minutes because we have to get into the baptism of today. All right, let us pray. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for the understanding that we have in this beautiful symbol that you have left for us. For as many of us that are taking that action today, that is saying that I identify, I obey, I submit, I get unified, and finally I step from death into life. Father, we pray that this would be a day they would never forget for the rest of their life. Because they step out wearing new clothes. They step out, oh God, different. And they step into destiny. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. For in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Thank you for tuning into the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVE to 817-381-5353. Again, text SAVE to 817-381-5353. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.